from the Willamette Valley in America's great Pacific Northwest. You are listening to the Ernest Mann Show, and I'm your host, Ernest Mann. No matter where you may be listening in this great, big, beautiful world, we all share. Yes, indeedy, this great, big, beautiful world that is growing smaller every day. Thank you for tuning in or for tuning in again. This is episode number 224. Stupid is as stupid does. Some thoughts you might want to know about your team. I was watching something in the news a couple, three days ago, and it was about the Oakland A's baseball team. And uh, it was uh, what I'd call a happy piece. Um, apparently, the A's are doing well. The fans, however, are not too happy with the owner because the owner wants to, I guess, apparently uh, move the team um, because attendance had been low and uh, he's not making enough money. And these guys... They basically, that's the whole point. They never make enough money. And here we go with the crazy, crazy. So this is all I'm going to talk. What I'm going to talk about here is just a whole series of crazy things. At least I think that are crazy. And they're for you to kick around and see what you think. So... Anywho, um, yeah, just a brief news clip showing really uh, some very angry uh, sports fans. And um, in this particular case for this episode, what they were talking about was the irony of the fact that the team is uh, currently 7-0. and That makes them happy. And the uh, crowd was at uh, even a better capacity than it had ever been. Currently, and it's like 28, almost 29,000 in the stadium. So, practically filled to near capacity. And um, so, they wanted to send, and doing that, they were very happy with the team. And these are diehard fans. And so, they're, you know, they have, they have these huge billboards, and this one woman that they showed a little clip of, and she was very vocal and in hating the actual owner of the team and i forgot his damn name but uh, anyway she says um it's you know things like with a huge uh, you know uh, cardboard sign that they have and saying it's not the team she says it's not the team that has to go it's you that has to go i mean and this is real i mean personal i mean these people are pissed these people are fuming and uh, when I heard that they were 7-0, and I was like, yay. Because I said, you know, there's some part of this that maybe a lot of people have not thought about. So that's why I'm here. That's what this is about. And as it turns out, I... I dug, but I didn't have to dig very deep to go where I'm going. 
and I was really hoping uh, that uh, you would share uh, my uh, displeasure, <laughs> let's say, in something that is, um, well, it's not just a something, it's actually multiple things that are wrong. So I'm going to try to segue properly into this. Um, yeah, so I'm, I'm watching this whole spectacle and the whole hoopla of the fans, and and basically, I uh, thought it was stupid. Now, I have to explain myself because I guess that should be what you would expect. <laughs> now, as you may or may not know, I am not a professional sports fan. And um, so for that reason, I don't engage in professional sports, regardless of what sport that may be. I did many, many years ago until I learned a few things and I said, oh, okay, well, that's what that's about. Well, the hell with that. I'm not doing that anymore. And so I haven't. And I'm going to tell you why. Because when, for instance, I uh, did a, uh, and I, I fully, this is not out of the ordinary at all. As a matter of fact, by many professional baseball, you know, get-together uh, games are concerned, uh, I'd say it's probably pretty average. But when I priced um, a, a get-together of four, so I just figured on two adults, two kids. Now, we are talking just the ticket price alone. And technically, when I checked them out, their prices started at, um, I believe it was around $35 each. And we're talking absolute nosebleeds here. I mean, that's just, just horrible seats. So I split the difference into something, you know, that I thought was workable. And I came up with a price, a cost of around in between, depending um, somewhere between, you know, $200 and $260 total for four, four people, two adults, two kids. And that was, that's what I just came up with. I, I thought that that was a nice way to split it up. Um, we're talking about a venue where tickets can easily go up to $265 each. Yeah. And maybe to many of you, that is no big deal. You just saw, yeah, it just doesn't phase you. And let's see, considering, and I'm, and I'm not that old. I'm old, but I'm not that old. Yeah, I think I paid 10 bucks the last time I saw a Major League Baseball game. Not kidding you. Yeah. And those were in decent seats. They weren't the terrible nosebleeds either. So, um, yeah. And we thought, and kind of thought at the time that was exorbitant. 
that tells you where things are gone. Yet, even with that, um, that kind of cost um, the people there, and it was, like I said, near capacity. I thought to myself, um, and these, like I said, these people in unison, they were very, very vocal about what they liked and what they didn't like and how much they were hating the owner. And uh, I just thought, man, my God, if you put this much passion into actually, you know, increasing your own value as far as, you know, on the job or let's say in your career or for that matter, in your, you know, relationships or anything else, instead of something as ultimately meaningless as a baseball game, sports game, it doesn't matter what sport it is. Um, yeah, I bet your lives and maybe even the country's life, it would be a lot better. But I'm, you know, hey. Now, <clears throat> before we go any further with this part I simply wanted to also let you know that I am not anti-sports, okay? If you and your family, kids, friends, you want to go out and do some sports, you want to play some baseball or softball or basketball or what have you, and you're doing it as a family or a neighborhood, or as a group of friends. And, you know, you're going to do this, and you're going to have some fun, and you're going to make it a cookout, and you're going to make it a day. Um, I have absolutely no problem with that at all. None. None whatsoever. None. What I have a problem with here. And as soon as what the bigger problem is, is that just because I am the one identifying this problem, you know, I am not the cause of it. I am not necessarily bad, and I don't mean to rain on your parade. I'm simply trying to tell you that there seriously is something fucking wrong here. <laughs> You take those those people, those almost thirty thousand people. You know that's a that's a good sizable chunk of people, but there can be in some stadiums and in some places, and the absolute hysteria over you know uh, professional sports um, is pretty much crazy. It's you know it's it's psychotic. It really is. Um, the level of vicarious identification is unprecedented. And I'm, I don't mean as though I'm, you know, talking beyond anyone to sound that way. Um, so if you're not, many people are not familiar with that term. To be vicarious means basically people who choose to um, fantasize and they live their life through others. So sometimes, for instance, 
Um, and this is particularly true with uh, parents of, say, gifted children. It can be in any area, but, you know, certainly in sports. And um, some parents um, get actually physically, you know, just they're just crazy on the sidelines because they're so utterly into and identifying with their kids' performance. And that's, that's pretty crazy. That is not psychologically healthy. It's not healthy for the parents, and it sure as hell isn't healthy for, you know, a sub-adult. Hell, it's not even healthy for an adult. But when you get tens of thousands of people doing this, what I'm trying to say is that if you want a symptom, if you want to see what the hell is wrong with America, there it is. That's just one of them. For instance, in the old movie, if anybody remembers that line from V in V for Vendetta, fantastic movie. I thought it was a fantastic movie. And the, the little statements that V made, and especially during the scene in the movie where he does the broadcast to people, and he basically confronts them and he says, basically, you know, we're, we're in a really bad way here. We've painted ourselves in a corner. We live in an authoritarian state where, you know, we live in a, a nanny state controlled by the governor or government and, you know, all of this. And he says, but if you want to know how the hell we actually got here, you only need to look in the mirror. And he goes on with his his little rant and, and all that. But I'm basically saying the same thing. <clears throat> what was strange, if you see this uh, little news clip that was, I think, only, I don't know, a couple minutes long, not very long at all. It was out of Oakland. I'm sure you can find it. And um, But the people, there was the woman... And the uh, other man, the anchor man, but it is the way they're reporting on this is in such a st emotionally strange and detached way. And it was like, it wasn't so much about the fans and how happy they were um, with, you know, the outcome of, of a particular, you know, game or anything. It was that... It was the be-all and end-all of all of fucking known existence was about just the happiness. Look at the Oakland A's. They're 7-0. Look at the camaraderie and the happy people jumping and, and going, you know, absolutely crazy in the scene. Isn't this a wonderful spectacle Look at this. We have unity. And I looked at it and I said, God, that, that's, that's really sad. That's really pretty damn frightening. Because, I mean, if you're going to use that kind of logic, well, especially when they were winning, hell, the Nazis had unity. <laughs> what the fuck 
because that's supposed to, you can have unity, but unity in and of itself doesn't make it right, and it sure as hell doesn't make it healthy. And so, there's that. I don't, I don't really believe that this is, again, a symptom of a healthy society. Now, you can choose to ignore what I'm saying, but what I've also noticed is that if you take these very people, if you could take them on an average, let's say, and put them in in very different circumstances, and then you propose a solution to their problems, they would look at you like you're completely insane. Now, let me give you an example, a scenario. Of those nearly 30,000 people, I would wager that if they spent even a minimum of the average amount that I talked about, even if, and I'm, and I'm sure probably maybe I'm way off, but even that alone for this these four people, family of four, what have you, even if that was only just under 300 bucks, and bear in mind that's with no food, drinks, or anything, that's just the tickets. Um, where'd they come up with that money? Because you know what? I'd be willing to I would be willing to place a wager that that was probably on their credit card. So in other words, think about this. They're not even paying for the game really. Because that card, it's not payment in real terms. That's just a Ponzi scheme. Because it's just that the bill with interest has not come through yet. Hello, folks. I just wanted to take a moment to give you this brief message. As you know, I don't accept any third-party advertising. I want you to be able to listen to any and all episodes to your heart's content without that nonsense. And it really is nonsense. Unfortunately, though... I do need to keep the lights on here, so I am asking for your support. The best way to do that is if you're not here already, go to theearnestmanshow.com and you can either click on the put some food in the fridge tab or if you're interested in a little bit of merchandise, it's the earnest stuff tab. In either way, by participating in that, you will be supporting the show and keeping it commercial free. If you have uh, donated already, I just wanted to thank you sincerely. That's it. That's all I wanted to say. And again, thank you much. So if I don't have the numbers on this, but I probably would wager that the majority of them put it on a card. Vast majority. I mean, as in... Money, I'm talking about not the wealthy, because the the wealthy, of course, don't have to worry about this. And, of course, the wealthy who were doing this, they don't have to worry about that either. I'm just talking about the average schmucks who want to this fiasco. 
as a form of escapism. And I get that. And I understand also that people need that. But there are healthier ways to do that that don't cost you nearly anywhere near as much money. I just gave one of them a few moments ago. You know, actually doing things with friends or family. Things you'll remember forever. And those are your friends. So those are supposed to be your heroes, your friends or family. So, but <clears throat> yeah, if you took as an experiment, if you took these same people and let's say they have the inevitable crisis that they do and they will. That's for certain. Um, let's say I made a proposal that they, um, you know, that they would have to actually go to one of the players of a professional baseball team and uh, ask them for a refund. Ask them for their money back. To see if they that would actually happen. They say, well, yes, this particular player, let's say, you know, I, I know all of your stats. I've, I've followed you religiously. I know how many, when you hit this certain homer that broke a record, and when you did this, and when you stole this base, and, and on and on and on with these, you know, these very... I don't know, these very arcane facts and figures that, you know, virtually no one else could know or understand, or in my case, give a damn about. But they confront them wherever they can, give them a call. I don't know how they do it and say, so, yeah, I've been a lifelong fan. I went to all these games and, you know, here's, here's what I spent, you know, tens of thousands of dollars. Say, do you, do you think you can help me with my mortgage payment this month? Or, you know, maybe I can't make my, my fucking car payment. Do you, it, what, it, where, hello, where are you going? Yeah, but I, I, I loved you and I, I identified with you and I, I went to all your games and don't you, why are you walking away from me? <clears throat> That's what I mean, folks. That's what I'm trying to. So what I'm trying to say is that that is you you're it's pissing down a dry emotional well for things because there's no in real terms there's no return there's nothing there's nothing there I mean you don't get anything out of it in real terms a real lasting terms and you're not building bonds of friendship like again friends or family playing a sport together that's not happening either so um you know i mean yeah because you can't go to any of these people organizations and it's not a two-way it's not a two-way love affair street vicarious identification doesn't work that way it's like unrequited love it's that means it's one way so you can 
just give all of your attention and and infatuation and of course your money and you could do that shit your whole life but if it's ever reversed and you're in a spot or you need to they look at you you you've got to be crazy i what what do you mean you want me to actually help you and do that's what yeah so yeah by the rules of that game they'd look at you like you're crazy what I'm trying to say is overall, the entire thing, all of it, is crazy. See, that's that's what's crazy. So when we're talking in terms of an entire industry, and, and I'm not picking on, you know, baseball in particular, it doesn't matter what particular professional sport it is, all of it, every all of them, what they have in common again is vicarious identification. You're not supposed to be putting that much emotion and passion into a fucking baseball team or a football team or anything else. Your team is supposed to be your family. You know? And I don't know. If you got a crappy family, well, they can maybe try to Maybe they're having a bad year. Use the same analogy that they do for sports people. Yeah, they're a bunch of bums, but, you know, hey, maybe next season, maybe next year, you know. But that's what I'm trying to say. That's something a lot healthier than, than all this adulation for basically for strangers for for what? What, you know, for what? That's it. I'm saying in your life, you know, if, I don't know, Donnie, Donnie Dangling hit, you know, 355 homers in, you know, an X year. Okay. Four, five, six, 10, 15, 20 years down. What the fuck is that going to matter in your life at all? I'm sure it matters to him because that's his career. That's him in a very tiny machine in their sports so yeah to to that small that very small click of people yes all that stuff matters but for most of us it doesn't matter a shit biscuit thanks for listening